Good morning and welcome to Keeping It Real with God's Love. This is Karma D. Today is April 3rd. Um, Welcome to my new listeners and old listeners as well. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Today marks the third day since Nipsey Hussle, who is also known as Amaris Joseph Asadom. Forgive me if I'm saying it wrong. Um, saying it wrong. Um, I know um, some people who's tuning in saying like, why after the third day you're, you know, talking about it since everyone was talking about either the first day or the second day. Well, the reason why is because, you know, when you don't know that much about someone's passing, you don't want to give like a tiny inch of a false information because, you know, when you do that, everyone's going to come at you and say okay that's not true what you said you know and I'm not really all about the about the negativity so um okay so we all found out on the 31st that he passed away I found out by watching um e-news I saw like the headline you know like where they put like the trending stuff and I saw where they were saying, like, oh, like, you know, he passed at 33. And I'm like, like, to be honest with you, when, like, when I read that, I was like, to myself, basically, when I, when I read it to myself, I was appalled. I was like, whoa, like, what? Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like something hit me. Like, it was so shocked. And they, you know, it said, you know, Nipsey Hussle died at age 33. And I'm like, hold up, like, huh? Like, when did this happen? Like, wait I didn't get any info or anything about it and I found out that it happened uh, you know the day of but I know like their time is different from ours so if it happened at three something at their time it could have happened like possibly around seven ish no like maybe yeah maybe six to seven ish around eastern time I think when it happened so you know and just thinking about it like how everyone is portraying how he was and how he gave back so much you know to the, to the community and he and the reason why he wanted to give back to the community to the community because he felt like like he needed to make a change and for that I think a lot of people who you know had a pers- personal attachments to him feel so distraught because um, I mean, I'm not saying if he was the only one. Maybe there's other people that he partnered with that Nipsey probably partnered with as well. But so far from what I know and from what I've been hearing, like maybe he was like the only one at his block that is from, a, you know, from pop, maybe from what well, actually he is. He is from the Crips. He has stated and said that he is, you know, with the Crips, which is, you know, that represents blue, which is my favorite color. I'm not saying I'm with the Crips, but, you know, blue is my favorite color. And, you know, he has been the only one from a gang that has been, you know, kind of helping, like, literally, like, actually helping people out. I mean, for him to even do, like, a STEM, like, a STEM program for the youth, I'm not saying not, not certain celebrities would do it, but, but from his, but, but from his background and knowing him, you know, to be from the black community, even though he's probably part something else, because I found out that he's also... Um, that that his father is um, African. I can't pronounce the name of the country, but it starts with the. I think it's spelled E R I T H R E N or R E A. Excuse me. And his mother is okay, Black American. 
And, you know, it kind of came clear to me, like, oh, like, maybe because I, because when I first saw Nipsey Hussle, I've always said to myself, he doesn't look like he's, like, when I say fully black, I mean, like, like you know, like, if they see, like, a red bone or something, they'll be like, okay, maybe she got some white in her family or from an ancestry or something like that. But for me, I feel like maybe he was part Indian from, like, somebody from India or somebody from, from like, like, the Middle East because, to, I mean, I'm not being judgmental. I'm just saying, like, the way his features are is just, to me, that that's what he remind me of. That's what he looks like. And he also reminded me like a younger version of Snoop, um, of Snoop Dogg or Snoop Lion, whichever he calls himself now. I mean, that's what he really reminded me of. I mean, my 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 heart, my prayers really go out to his family, especially um, his wife, <clears throat> Lauren London. I call her his wife, whether they are married or not, because I feel like after when once you're in a relationship with someone for five years, I feel like you guys are automatically married. You don't need a ring or anything or a pastor to tell you, hey, you know, you guys need to get married. I feel like once you once you with someone for five years, you're you're automatically married. That's how I see it. But hey, people take things a certain different way, a different way. So, um, you know, um, I really. Um, want to send prayers to his his family, especially his kids, being so young. The fact that I mean, I don't know their how their relationship is with their father. I mean, I'm you know from what I'm seeing, from what I'm hearing, like you know he's a really good dad. He takes care of his kids, that and he's always there for his kids. Like my heart really goes out to them because when you're so young and yet you lose your father. And then, yeah, when you start to grow up, you like people are going to tell you about how your father was. But you deep inside, you know, you're not going to show people that it affects you, that you didn't have a chance to get to know your father because you were so young. And the fact that he passed away, it's like, like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know what else to say or do because, you know, it's just, I mean, to, like, to be honest with you. Like, it really affected me so much. I'm not the type of person, like, when Michael Jackson passed away, to be honest with you, um, I had foreheard it. When I say for, like, you know how people say I have foreseen things? I have foreheard it that there was going to be a big death. I had no clue. I mean, at that time, I was last, I was in Las Vegas two days before his death. And I came back home a day before his. So if you're down on the 25th, so okay, I came back. Uh, okay, I came back home from Las Vegas on the 24th. And, and what I heard was on the 23rd. So it was two days before his. So it was two days before, before his, his death. Down here. So it was two days before his um his death and I mean like I said I wasn't shocked I wasn't too distraught but it was like okay this is someone who's a big star who's fifty years old they found him OD'd over what some type of drug I forgot what drug it was but some type of drug I'm like okay well stars are always doing something I mean look what to happened to Anna Nicole Smith. I mean, if you're taking certain type of drugs, whether it's, you know, um, from your from your medical doctor 
or, you know, from off the streets and you OD off of it, I mean, like, what do you, I'm not saying what do you expect, but it's like, it's not going to be a big, huge shock to me because eventually, you know, when they say you're taking some type of drugs and you, and you take too much, I mean, this is what happens to you, but I know this, I know this situation is, is completely different. But for me, for Nipsey, I feel like, for me, if it's like, I would say, I don't know Nipsey at all, personally, never met him, never been to his concerts, um, or anything. I've, I've, I have heard of his music throughout the early years, you know, but it's like, for me, I feel like it hit me hard, not because of his status, it's because I, for me, I guess it's based on his spirituality and how he was as a person, and I feel like, like, you know, if you're a spiritual type of person like myself and others that are out there as well, you feel connected to someone, whether whether you know them or not. Like for me, I kind of felt spiritually connected to Nipsey because spiritual, like like he said, he said he's more of a spiritual type of person. And I completely agree with him because I, I think he knew that he was going to um, pass away. Um, I can't tell you how, I can't tell you when, but I think he knew that he was going to pass away somehow. I think because if you haven't heard in the news that he, I think when he was like doing like, um, like a, like a video shoot for one of his songs, it's featuring one of the artists, I think it's Khalid, I think, I think, I'm not too sure. And, you know, they, um, they stated that he had to, that he had to hide policemen you know, because they're afraid that he's being targeted. And that right there kind of hit me because I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, maybe he knew that this was going to happen, whether someone threatened him him verbally or whatever. But like I said, maybe he knew. I don't know how or what way, shape and form, but he knew. Somehow he knew that, look, he was going to be like dead and gone you just don't know how or when it was gonna happen but he knew definitely maybe that's why he was so worried and you know when someone like that knows they get worried because they're trying to figure out okay well who's coming after them and they're not gonna know who's gonna come after them maybe till after they sold the part from their physical body they'll probably know okay like damn like this is the person who shot me like oh my gosh like you know, like, I didn't, I would never expect for someone like that, that I was once close with or is close with at that time before he departed, would do something like that to me. And they always say is, you know how they always say, keep your enemies close, but but keep your friends closer. There's a reason why they say keep your friends closer, because it end up being the one that is the most closest to you that may know half of everything about you is the one that, that end up you know, hurting you the most. And, and for me, it's like, wow, I'm like, he didn't see it coming. Like, you know, after he probably told Eric Holder, you know, that, look, you like, I don't want you here because you're a snitch. And I believe that that's probably the code, you know, of any gang. I don't care what type of gang you from. I don't care if you're, if, even if you're not affiliated with, with a gang, that's like a cold point breaking period. If you're a snitch and you have been an informant with the cops, 
You know, it's like I don't want you like I don't want you around me because I don't know what type of crap that you may try to set up for me. And that like you know I'm like here I am running a a legitimate business, and you I don't know what's in your head. You may go and inform, inform the cops saying that I'm doing something that I'm not that, that I'm not doing. I don't blame him for saying, look, look, I can't have you around here because, you know, it's, it's, it's too much, too much right now going on. But maybe Eric Holder didn't understand that. Maybe he just felt like, oh, he think he's rich and da, 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 da. So he probably doesn't, you know, want me around. But you have to understand if someone feels like, like you're a bad vibe, not just because you're an informant. They could just like just feel like like look this person gonna pr- probably like you know make this type of business like go away or you know like he's worried about other people as well. It's not just that person that came up to him and say hey I need a job. He's worried about other people that he has hired that he has business with, and if they find about that he you know hired and uh you know maybe like you know an informant that's that's probably not gonna work out for him. So. He probably would have had, you know, called home Eric Holder later and be like, yo, this is why I said it. That like, because, you know, people are around. I like, I, I don't think it was something that he was trying to show off or anything. I think Nipsey was really speaking from the heart. And I, and I feel like if Eric Holder was the type of person to understand, you know what? Let me just speak to Nipsey one-on-one and see where he was coming from instead of leaving and coming back where a half an hour or so and then shoot up the man i mean you just took the man's life for what over something that he said instead of you being a man be like yo you know what let me find something else to do for myself for the time being if i feel like it's not working i'll go back to him and be like yo bro i really need this i can understand i messed up but you know everyone has their faults you know if he was to say that maybe Nip- nipsey would have understood would have really understood him but if you just leave and don't say anything and be like, you know, don't say anything at all or or at least tell him, look, look, can I at least give you a call? Can we talk something? But if you don't say anything, you leave and then you come back and shoot the man. Basically, you just screwed up yourself as well. You didn't, I mean, of course, you, you, you screw up the family of the person that you shoot it because, you know, that was their... Um, I mean, that was the person that they loved. You know, he was like he was a father, he was a a a husband, a grandson, a brother to somebody, a son, you know, a, a cousin, a friend, a best friend, maybe a, a godfather to some uh to, to uh maybe yeah a godfather to um to some child like who knows, you know, and it's like for him to, uh, for Eric Holder to do what he did, I mean. You gotta think about it. You just set you just set yourself up, and not only that, you kind of like you like you kind of made uh, a target for your family as well, because you know how the hood is. Once they know who you are and they know what you have done, they're not just gonna come for you. They're gonna come for your family as well. I've know this. I've been through it myself. You know, this is for like another time that I should speak about it. But right now, I'm talking about what happened on the 31st from from Nipsey being departed from this world because it really affected me as a person. Like I said, I never knew him personally. We've never met. We never linked up nothing. I don't know about his business until that day he died. I didn't know he did all that stuff until the day he died because, you know, as the media like to portray, they never really tell you what what good positivity type of thing that the artist or the actress or whoever is in the 
um, entertainment industry or the film industry of, of what positivity that they're doing unless if the person themselves or people that are in their circle speak about it. But if, you know, if the media don't speak about it, you're not going to know about it until, you know, they pass away. And like I said, my heart really goes to Lauren London. I know what it's like to lose someone that you feel like, you know, that was your world, that was your protector and stuff like that. I mean, I have my husband. I think about my husband all the time. Like, my husband is the type of person, like, I would come home and he'd be like, oh, like, you know, wifey, like, I'm going to step out real quick. I'm like, yo, like, I just, like, I just came home. And you know how I hate when you go out late this night? Because for me personally, I've always had this and anxiety since I was young before even before my mom passed away like if my mom would like be at work like okay when when my mom would do OT like overtime at work I'll get so worried because my mom is the type was the type of person who didn't like to like drive at night and it's like oh my gosh like god what if she gets an accident oh lord da, da, da. until I see my mother um come come home then you know I have like um no um problem whatsoever then you know I'm like thank you god that this happened um but you know I guess I guess it's just um how I am and You know, I just can't believe. I guess everyone still can't believe. Like, oh my gosh, like this had happened to um, um, you know, Nipsey. I'm sorry, I took such a huge pause. Um, you know, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I can imagine that it's not just me only. It's everyone in this world. It's every artist. And, and b-ball player and like people that who know him you know in the entertainment industry and shout out to everyone that's you know sending out their condolences to the family um like Nipsey was like a really huge part of the community like really like stepping out of the community like I'm not saying there isn't people out there that's that's doing the same thing but for him being uh, um, you know, like a game banger to a, a rapper artist, and like you know how what they always say: the moment you get rich, you just get out of your neighborhood. But he decided to, you know, give back to his community and help building his community because he, like, you know, he doesn't want this generation that is growing up and that is going through things for them to go through what he probably had to went through or for what he's seen. Um, you know, throughout his younger years, he like he probably didn't want them to experience that. So, so that's why he started all these, you know, um, uh, you know, all these organizations and helping entrepreneurs and you know and you know helping out with the host, um, the STEM youth program and everything. I mean, to be honest with uh, to be honest with you, if he was still alive today, I would really love if the if the NAACP was to give him was to give him an award, I don't know if he if he had received uh, an award throughout the um, throughout his um, early years before. But what I'm saying, like after finding all this out, I think they should have gave him one while he was alive. Don't wait until until someone passed away to realize, oh my gosh, this is what he has done, and maybe we should give him uh, give him an award and have such 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 uh, you know accepted for him. For me, that's always been an issue. I wouldn't like if 
someone is to pass away who've done all this work and after now that they pass away is now you want to acknowledge that this is what they've done instead of while they were alive to acknowledge what what they have done but that's just my perspective everyone else is different but i'm just saying that's just i'm just keeping it real you know and who knows like it could have been um you know to a point and a reason why that he did what he did i mean excuse me i take that back to what happened what happened you know as if you're um a religious believer you know i'm not really a religious believer like i'm just type of i just believe in god and i know that god has set a path for me and that's why i basically basically um basically believe it. i do believe in jesus christ you know i am born in a christian family as well but um then again as i was saying you know maybe this was written for him maybe this 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 is how he was supposed to go because remember you know they said that you know he was worried about you know him being a target for something and who knows this could have been it you know i'm not saying that i'm not saying that this wasn't wasn't supposed to happen but you know what has happened happened and now we should learn uh, that we should learn better from it so <sighs> you guys i feel like to be honest with you, i really I, I really feel like i can't talk about it because i mean it kind of affects me because i mean he was just so young i mean he probably had so much more more um you know going on and it's like now I just don't know what else to say anymore because it's like it's so distraught. I mean, he was like he's so young and who knows how much stuff that he had going on. But like I said, maybe it was his time to go. Maybe this was was written, you know, on his book of life. Everyone, everyone in this world has a book of life, whether you whether you were just born or being you know in your deathbed everyone i don't care what type of person you are young rich poor um you know um upper class middle class lower class poverty homeless you know king queens not king and queens you know we all have a book that has been written about our lives certain things could be tweaked i mean depending but then again we all have a book that's been written about our lives and you know that's why they always say don't take things for granted like now you know whenever i see my husband well not now but like you know for you know for a while now you know when you get older and you go through things you know like now as i'm getting older i'm like you know what i should be taking this too like too too hard you know i shouldn't be take uh, like taking things at heart you know if like if if my husband says something and i don't like what he said normally i wouldn't say anything but lately, I'd be, like, telling my husband, like, you know, honey, I don't like what you said, this and that. I think this is how you should say it instead of this and that. Like, yesterday, we were having this conversation, and then I kind of went off on him a little bit. And then he was like, oh, da 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 and, and then, you know, from his understanding, I understood what he said. And then after, you know, the conversation, and I said, you know, honey, I'm sorry for going off at you. I didn't mean to. It's just, you know... When I get riled up, just that's how I am. He said, honey, I know, babe, I know. So, you know, it's just the things, things like that. But I always feel like if, if, if you're, if you're going to 
if you have a feeling like you're going to say something to somebody, I would rather you pull that person aside, but do have someone nearby, but just not to hear your conversation, but just do have someone nearby, you know, so that they don't say, oh, well, this is what happened and then da 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 but you know i feel like maybe if he i don't know if eric holder felt embarrassed because he probably said it in front of certain people instead of like pulling him aside be like yo let me talk to you real quick okay this is why i don't want you here because da 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 da, da or a b and c d and then maybe just maybe eric holder would have understood or if he was to say, hey, you know, just give me a, a call and, you know, I'll see what I could do for you. But, you know, that didn't happen. It just took to another route, took to the whole another different type of level. So, you know, you guys, I'm going to end it here. Like I said, it's too much for me right now just thinking about Nipsey because spiritually, I, I feel like I've known Nipsey, but I really don't. But I guess the fact that he was like so young and maybe that's why it's, it's affecting me, but I just don't know why I feel like that. I just feel like it's like someone that I feel like I knew, but I really didn't know. Maybe it's the spirituality thing because, you know, I'm very spiritual. Maybe that's that's the reason why. But you guys, I'm going to end it here. Um, I hope to God that you guys have a good day. Stay tuned for my next segment. I don't know when it's going to be, but stay tuned. God bless. Um, please keep your prayers with the um, um, with the Nipsey Hustle family as well. Um, if there's anything else that, uh, that you guys think I should also know as well, just hit me up. Leave me um, a voice message on anchor.fm slash K-I-R-W-G-L. And once again, I'm Carmen D signing off.